First and foremost, I acknowledge the traditional owners of the land upon which we, myself and my guests record today's podcast. I extend respect and gratitude to the elders past, present and emerging of those nations and to all Aboriginal peoples listening today. Always was, always will be. Welcome to Yas Queen. I'm your host, Timberlina, and in this episode, I'm joined by Australia's biggest glamazon, Alright Hey. Alright Hey is an outstanding comedian, DJ, and digital creator, known for all the hilarious TikTok and Instagram reels. I'm sure you've seen them, they're getting us through lockdown. So, let's get straight into this episode. Hello and welcome to the episode. How are you, doll? Oh, doll, look, I'm surviving. I'm thriving. I'm getting through it, love. Oh, good old lockdown. What week is it for you now? I've lost count. I think we're at maybe week nine, but it could be week 48 at this point. <laughs> who knows? Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> um, I've done a little bit of an intro, but do you want to just tell us a little bit about you, your name, pronouns, where you're based and all that jazz? Yeah, hi everyone. Thanks for joining us here today. Good to be here. Thanks for having me. Um, so my name is Matt, but better known on the internet as All Right Hey. I'm on social media doing all the um oh, we're not talking about that yet. Sorry, I'm so bad at podcasts. It's just That's name fine. pronouns and where I'm based, isn't it? Okay, <laughs> yeah. we'll get into like, the rest later. You can, you can so name Matt. <laughs> This is great. This is like, this is what my podcast is all about. Being a hot mess. I love it. <laughs> this, is, this is why my teachers got annoyed with me in school. Cause like, I just ignore the question and go off on a tangent. So name Matt, but online. All right. Hey, uh, my pronouns, I actually have no preferred pronouns. So um, you can call me he, him, she, her, they, them, or anything you'd like. Queen is uh, probably maybe the most preferred one, but realistically, I've got no no preferred pronouns at all. And I'm based in Sydney, currently living through Sydney lockdown. Which is so great for all of you that are in a lockdown, not like watching all of our friends overseas that are just doing their thing. Um, no, absolutely. I can't believe that we used to make fun of other countries. During all of last year, we had like no cases and we were so high and mighty and we thought, oh, look at America and look at the UK. We're doing so well. And now I'm watching them at Lollapalooza um, while I wait for Gladys at 11am every day. How the tables have <laughs> Right? Um, My (laughs) sister lives in the US and she's like, I used to make fun of her last year and then this year she's like hiking in the middle of like um, somewhere and she'll send me photos. I sent her a photo of me watching TV on the lounge. (laughs) It's very that. It's very that at the moment, isn't it? Yeah. Um, For those people that don't know who Matt or All Right Hey is, what do you do for a living and how did you get into it? Right, so here we go. This is what I was going to answer before. Yeah. So we're on track now. Now watch me answer something else <laughs> during this question. <laughs> so um, what I do for a living, I'm a content creator online. Some people call it an influenza, you know. Um, I'm on the TikTok. I'm on the Instagram. I'm on the Facebook. I started on YouTube, but I don't do YouTube anymore. Uh, and I just um, also da- I, I DJ as well. So that's kind of like what I do when we aren't in lockdown. I love to DJ. I love music. And I love watching people dance while drunk. It's very entertaining. Um, but I've dabbled in a bit of everything. I've released a song. I'm, I'm, I'm in the works of trying to 
logistically record another song while we're in lockdown right now um, and hopefully get around to releasing that given the restrictions that we've got. So, you know, she does a bit of everything. I've done some drag as well, haven't I? I've performed at um, Blush with Timbalina. That was one of my first... um, performances I'd only done one or two kind of gigs and then I'd I came up to Newcastle and did um Timberlina's blush so I mean I'm a jack of all trades love I do a bit of everything but at the end of the day I am a content creator online yeah you literally like you'll do something once right is that how you do it like I'll try it once and then well that's the thing I think I've never really put myself in a box ever I've never I've never known what I wanted to do in my life in year 12, um, at, just before the HSC, I thought I wanted to be a speech pathologist and help kids learn how to speak properly, you know, if they had speech impediments and whatnot. And uh, that is just so random. I don't know why that came about, but speech pathology was what I thought I was going to do uh, for about three days. And then I realised I wouldn't get the ATAR for it. So I gave up on that <laughs> on that dream. And, yeah, I've never really, uh, like, I just, I just want to try absolutely everything to see what I'm good at and see what I'm not good at. And if I'm not good at it, I'm not going to do it again. And if I am good at it, I'm going to make some money out of it, Joel. Yeah, that's how it should be. That's how everyone should actually live their life. If you should at it, don't do it. If you're good at it, make money out of it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I think that's the best advice I could give podcast over. See you next week, everyone. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> that was great. Um, Wharton, it's not over. I've got some more questions. <laughs> Currently right now, we're Zooming and it looks like Matt is drinking rosé, but it's just cordial. And I was like, it's, <laughs> it's just... I have this weird trait where uh, my whole, like, not my whole life, obviously not when I was a toddler, but for some reason, I've just always been fascinated by wine glasses and I drink everything from a wine glass, whether it's... Um, you know, water or cordial or juice or alcoholic or a soft drink, no matter what it, what it is, it's, it, I'm drinking it out of a wine glass. I don't know why. It just makes me feel good. It feels correct. You know what mm. I mean? So I've got my cordial to keep my vocals lubricated during this podcast. And yes, it is in a wine glass. And look how big the wine glass is. It's my head it's great I love it but it really looks like rosé and I was like oh maybe I could have a rosé but I didn't go get one um what makes you feel inspired or you like your best self uh what inspires me is definitely uh my job like what I do every day I have literally the best job in the world like I get to be my own boss I get to make people laugh and get to um make content that I want to make and speak about what I want to speak about and I think what inspires me is when, ever since I was little, I've always said, I just want to entertain people. So I didn't know how that would be. Like I originally thought I'd be an actor and like in movies and stuff. And then uh, I also thought I'd be a singer. Like I wanted to be Beyonce, but obviously um, we can't sing. We're still releasing music though. <laughs> but, you know, there are, there are technologies in place to make us sound, um, you know, better than we are uh, to put it frankly. But, yeah, I think what I get inspired by is I've always said, I just want to make, I just want to entertain people. So whether that's making them laugh, making them happy, seeing a smile, whatever it is. So that's what inspires me is just getting that reaction from people. And it's the same with everything. It's why I DJ. Because I love when I play a song and the whole crowd screams, you know, when I play something like Untouched by the Veronicas or Rain on Me, like everybody's, just the, just the reaction from them. You know, when I'm on stage doing drag, not that I've done drag since before the pandemic, but 
when I'm on stage doing drag, you would be able to relate just the, just seeing people's faces in the audience and how, and it's kind of like, you don't even think about it when you're on stage, but it's kind of that validation of like, I'm up here giving, entertaining these people and it's really fulfilling. Yeah. There's just something like warm and fuzzy. Like, I feel like when you get yeah. those warm and fuzzies, you know you're doing something right. And that's literally like me. I wanted to just entertain people. and I didn't know how it was. I actually wanted to be an actor as well. I was like, that's too hard basket. Um, <laughs> it's cutthroat. It's too cutthroat, <laughs> yeah. love. <laughs> Not f- and now I'm in drag, which is even more cutthroat, I think. So, um, but it's so good. This is like one of my favourite questions to have on the podcast. And I feel like you're going to give the most creative answer for this one. If you could have a billboard with anything on it, what would it be and why? Uh, right now it would be get vaccinated. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be up there in a sparkly outfit with a full face and huge lashes and fake nails and art from Kmart, the $3 nails from Kmart. <laughs> yeah. And I would be posing saying get vaccinated because – Um, You know, our entire livelihood in the entertainment industry has just been literally crumbled since March last year. It hasn't come back. People think it came back for a little bit. It's nowhere near where it was. And I, I think, you know, there are so many things that I, I feel like I get this like sense of, um, I haven't, I've accomplished so much, but I also think to myself, fuck me, there's so much more that I want to and need to accomplish during my career. And it's just not possible at the moment. And I mean, things like live shows, I had shows booked in at Sydney Comedy Festival last year, and they obviously got cancelled as soon as COVID broke and we all kind of went into lockdown. Uh, And then this year, I was uh, literally, we went into lockdown and it was the it was five days after we went into lockdown. I was meant to announce more shows at Sydney Fringe Festival this year, and see at Sydney uh, Sydney Comedy Festival. Sorry, Sydney Comedy Festival was last year, and um, I think I had two shows there, and we were looking at putting on a third before everything went to shit. And this year, I had five shows booked in, or four shows booked in, with a potential fifth if the four sh- sold out. And I was so excited. And of course, lockdown here, and we were meant to announce five days later. And they were meant to be at the end of September. And of course, the entire festival got cancelled um, due, lo- due to the lockdown. And so there's things like that that I still want to do. And at the end of the day, we can't do that until as many people as possible are vaccinated. And I'm not, I'm not a pushy kind of person. Yes, I'd put it on a billboard. I don't really care. Um, if you don't want to, it's your choice. And um, sorry, but you've got to deal with the things when they come out and say vaccinated people only allowed in clubs or pubs or whatever it may be. Like, it's your choice. But um, I just I just really hope that people get out and get a vaccination so that we can get to that 70 or 80% that Gladys keeps talking about. Because our industry is nowhere near back to normal obviously not right now but it won't be back to normal for another two years at least I think and at the end of the day that is the most important thing to me so the first billboard would be get vaccinated and then once everything's open the second billboard would be come and see my fucking live show Joel (laughs) (laughs) there's two (laughs) once one gets done the other one's going up um I mean that's so good because like the entertainment industry isn't going to be good for another couple of years like it's going to take us years to get back to where we were 
like years. Yeah, absolutely. And it really, it was really sad. I went and saw Frozen, the musical, and I hadn't seen a musical since pre-pandemic, obviously. And I went and saw Frozen at the Capitol Theatre and we had to wear a mask. And I'm I'm all for masks, obviously. Um, but at the end of the day, it just like hindered the experience. Yeah. I couldn't get into it. I couldn't get taken to that magical place of Frozen and I couldn't fully enjoy it because... Um, you know, I'm the last person to complain about having to wear a mask. But at the end of the day, like, I was hating wearing a mask while trying to watch theatre shows. And I also think capacity limits as well really have hindered the experience. I was saying to my friend earlier today, actually, I said, you know, like, I don't understand the capacity limits of like 50% capacity in a venue. Um, because as soon as we have one case, the entire entertainment industry gets shut down anyway. Yeah. So, you know, we had no cases. Why am I sitting there watching, trying to trying to um, enjoy Frozen the musical? Um, because I obviously I know if someone was there with COVID, it'd be an absolute super spreader. But I just can't wait until we don't have to wear a bloody mask to see a musical. Oh, I, yeah, I haven't done anything like that. Like, I went to the movies when we didn't have to wear masks, and that was great, but I could not imagine watching a movie with a mask on. It would be the same thing at the theatre. Nah, right. well, I see here's the thing at the theatre. Um, they said that if you were eating or drinking, you didn't have to be wearing a mask. So you had to wear a mask at all times unless you were eating or drinking. So, of course, I bought three boxes of Maltesers at the Capitol Theatre and I was just munching on Maltesers the whole time, love. And then they run out by the second half and I thought, oh, bloody hell, I've got to wear my mask now. Yeah. First half was good, second half not so good. <laughs> um, what's one thing you wish you'd known before you began your career in the like content creating world? There are a lot of things that I wish I would have known before I started. I think first and foremost, I think one thing I would have loved to know is that it's a much more, not competitive as in with each other, but with yourself. Um, There's a level of frustration that kind of comes with content creating because I can put my heart and soul into a video and it'll get 10 views. I can put absolutely nothing and no effort into a video and it will literally get millions and millions of views and go worldwide and people will write articles about it and I'll be on sunrise bloody talking about it, love. But the passion projects that I really put all of the time and effort into, they are not usually, usually they are not the ones that do very well. And I don't know why I haven't cracked the code, but something you know, as simple as a five second clip of me doing something stupid could literally get 7 million views. Um, But a video that I've put my heart and soul into might get 10,000 views. And like, that's a lot to kind of deal with, like um, as a creative person, um, it's a lot to kind of put all this time and energy into something and then not kind of reap that the benefit and people always kind of say like, Oh, it's not about the views and it's not about that and blah, blah, blah. And I still love creating what I'm creating. But at the end of the day, you get to a point where it is about the views because this is my full-time job. So if I don't have views, I don't pay the bills, love. <laughs> so you need the views. It's like you need bums on seats if you're an entertainer, you know, oh, you need yeah. people to buy a ticket to your show. I need people to view my videos. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's that's kind of one thing that I wish I'd known is you'd have you're gonna have to deal with a lot of that frustration. Um, and I think just the other thing is that 
people don't make as much money as you think they do. Um, people make a good amount of money and they make a lot of money. I will admit like they, they make a lot of money, but it's nowhere near. I remember before I started, you'd see all these people and I'm not talking James Charles level or Jeffree Star. I'm talking more like Australian influencers that you see all decked down in designer wear and blah, 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 blah. Like I know influencers who aren't, they're not my friends. Like I kind of surround myself with, with the right people with positive kind of, um, outlooks who aren't all into that but you know we all know like five ten years ago all the Australian influencers decked out in designer and just like looking like they were just so rich and at the end of the day like some of them had like two hundred dollars in their bank account some of them were in debt you know people didn't have like they it's just very that's why everybody says social media is so fake um and I think that I thought that everybody made a lot of money and a lot of people want to get into this industry because they think it's just copious amounts of money and at the end of the day it really isn't that much like it's just it's it's normal for the job it's and that's why I also get a bit upset sometimes when people kind of like say influencers just sit around and do nothing and like get paid for it because at the end of the day there is a lot of work that goes into it but at the same time a lot of people aren't really getting ridiculous amounts of money. They're getting the amount of money that is, I would personally say, is appropriate to pay someone who is doing the job I'm doing. Um, you know, I've done videos for brands who have literally gotten, um, oh, well, I worked with a brand just recently on TikTok, right? And I did a series of videos for them. And I think all up, it got like literally 2.5 million views across um, the three videos that I did for them. And you think about 2.5 million views. Um, and I mean, for the three videos, I got paid like, you know, a good amount. But what I'm trying to say is you think about what they would have to pay in the advertising industry for 2.5 million either listens on a radio station and advertisement on TV and ad in uh, at a football stadium, um, things like that, like things where 2.5 million people are going to actually see the ad, they would be getting, like they'd have to pay hundreds of thousands of dollars for that. Yeah. And, you know, they paid me like less than 10 grand, which is still great. It's um it was a great amount of money for what I did. And I'm so blessed I got to work with them and I love the job. I think that people don't realize that like what we're giving them is something that is worth so much more than most of us, most of us, so much more than most of us are charging. But like also people, my favorite thing that you just said then was people think we sit around and do nothing. I mean, I've done some like nothing what you do, but like I've been reached out by some brands Holy hell, it takes so long to get the right shot or the right video. Like, it's yeah. so many hours in the day. And I'm just like, nah, I could never yeah. do it, like, full-time like yourself. But that's also one point of it. Like, if we actually broke it down for for people and showed them, because, you know, people have done, like, day in my life as an influencer, but it shits me up the wall because no one actually shows you absolutely everything. It's the first initial emails with the brand. It's the back and forth with the brand. It's the bartering that the brand does when you say your rate and they come back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, trying to lower your rate. And you're trying to say, no, I'm worth this, honey. Here are my analytics. You're going back, you finally lock in the deal. Then the contract comes over. I've got to get my lawyers to look over the contract so that I don't get screwed. You've got to sign your life away on the contract, send it back to them. Then they 
you get the brief, you read through this like eight page brief for a 15 second video. It's ridiculous. You got to make sure you hit all your targets and all your like things that they want you to talk about the product or whatever in the video. Um, you got to then edit it. You got to send it back for approval, sometimes through an agency, then to a brand, then back to the agency, then back to you. Like, fuck, I'm exhausted just talking about it. You know what I mean? There's like, and, and we haven't even gotten to like any of the, anything else to do with the job. Um, and I don't want to come across as like complaining. I am very blessed to do what I do. I love doing what I do, but I work just as hard as any fucking one else. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I'm trying to get at the end of the day is um, I'm very happy to be doing a job that I absolutely wake up every day and I love doing and I love making content. There's never been a time where I've gone, oh, I got to do this video. Oh, I got to do that video because I only align myself with brands that I want to work with anyway. But um, yeah, that's the whole, there's there's just so much work that goes into it. Yeah. Um, Which probably brings me to the next thing. Have you had like your biggest failure and what did you learn from it? Have you ever had like a massive like thing where you're like, fuck, like you talked about like the little like the big like productions that you go through like I would call them big productions that you put a lot of effort into and you got no views but have you had like had anything else that's like been your biggest failure and you have have you learned anything from it uh yeah uh two failures a few there's been lots of failures actually but I'll tell you three first of all read contracts really read those contracts like really read every single line and really make sure you understand and that's why I have lawyers that now overlook every single contract that comes into my life because there are times where I have either misinterpreted or misunderstood or like it may have been there in black and white for me but I've thought that it meant something else or whatever and I may have done and this is the thing sometimes a brand will work with you and let's say it's like Uncle Toby's Oats so they'll say we're gonna you know do a brand deal with you but for sorry this cordial is making me hiccup darling um for the next month you can't post any any breakfast cereals because we just want you know you've just promoted um uncle toby's oats so you can't do any breakfast cereals for a month that's something that happens very very often with brands that i work with um because obviously they don't want me doing fucking kellogg's crunchy nut next week that's that's very obvious and that also if you're switched on like me you're not going to do that anyway because that just make that just um invalidates you and and kind of loses trust with your audience but at the end of the day they'll say you know a month exclusivity what that means though is I can't even post my breakfast at all. So if I go out for breakfast to a restaurant and post avocado toast, I've actually broken the contract. Yeah. So there's like fine lines like that that you don't really realize. So that's a mistake I've learned because it's come into the contract and I've done something like that, very similar to, you know, you can't post any breakfast stuff. Okay, no worries. And I just thought that that meant I can't work with breakfast companies or whatever, but I've posted a photo of my breakfast. This is a made up situation, by the way, this never happened. I've never worked with Uncle Toby's Oats, but that just to give you an example. So that's one. Number two, um, I actually forget what number two was going to be, to be honest. So number three is do your, do your taxes, get your taxes <laughs> sorted. 
get your taxes <laughs> sorted. It is not as hard as you think it is, to be honest, to be your own boss and do your own taxes. Mm. I thought, I just, see, the problem was I was always going to pay my taxes, love. I wasn't, I was always going to pay my taxes still. But it just seemed like the biggest job that I couldn't wrap my head around. And I couldn't like get in. So, you know, three years, is, I waited three years until I finally did it. And I did it and I went, oh, it's actually so easy. Like it really isn't rocket science. Okay. And now we obviously do our tax on time every year, darling. But that is one thing that I definitely kind of put off and just, it just added so much more stress to my life. Uh, unnecessary stress. Um, because from going from, you know, working at McDonald's where I was getting a pay slip and I had a boss and all that to just do everything by yourself is so overwhelming. Yeah. But um, at the end of the day, it really isn't as hard as you as you think. And I can't think of what I was going to, I can't think of that other one that I was going to talk about. But if I remember again, we'll just, we'll just come back to it. Yeah, that's fine. (laughs) I don't think, I think that tax one is like the biggest like thing. I've got friends that have like really stuffed up their taxes and had to pay massive bills. And they're like, how did that happen? I was like, because you haven't done your tax properly. Um, Yeah. And now like the best thing I ever did was invest in an accounting software. Yeah. The best yeah. thing I've ever done is, and then it just like, you print off your one report, you send it to your accountant and they just like, perfect, looks great. And then they submit all your work and yeah, best thing I've ever done. Um, no, me. okay. I've remembered what the other one was oh, now. Yeah. Okay. So the other one, <laughs> you're going to hate me, but I think I've lost it. Wait, no. Okay. The, the other failure, the only other one. So those two are like kind of, um, those two are kind of like, uh, to do with the back end sort of stuff. But one yeah. of the f- more front end things that I, that I, one of the mistakes I learned is really make sure you know what you're making your content about. Really make sure you have checked every box before you make a video. One time I made a video, I used to do these fashion review videos on YouTube uh, where when stars would walk the red carpet, um, I would just critique their fashion. I would critique their outfits and I would make jokes about them in a comedic way. Now I have no freaking fashion knowledge. I have no degree, no certification. It was purely just for entertainment reasons. So then one time there was a award show that I did a um, video on and I put the video out. And the, the thing was that everyone wore black to this award show. And I thought, oh, why is everyone born black? You know, a quick Google would have told me while everyone wore black, but I didn't Google it. I just went ahead and went, everyone's worn black. All the men look so boring. These dresses are boring. Every, why is everyone wearing black? It's so boring, blah, blah, blah. And I like made jokes about the fact that everyone was wearing black. Turns out they all wore black for the Me Too movement. So kind of put my foot in it there and... Mm that was a learning lesson to be like, okay, if you are questioning something or you want to make content about something and you're not really sure on the full story, you better get the full story first. Because obviously if I'd known that they were all wearing black for the Me Too movement and I had understood what the Me Too movement was at the time, I wouldn't have bloody made the video. I wouldn't have made jokes. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have even made a video at all because the whole premise of those videos was to joke and make fun of and poke fun at these celebrities and these outfits and um so that was definitely a big fail for me is not having enough information before doing that video yeah that's really important um is there any other advice you'd give someone wanting to pursue a career as a content creator if you seriously want to be a content creator get on tiktok right now uh because tiktok is just 
the easiest and fastest way to grow as a creator, as well as Instagram Reels. Instagram Reels has helped my Instagram immensely. In the last three weeks, I've gained like 16,000 followers on Instagram and I've never grown like that on Instagram before. I mean, I've only got like 60K on Instagram now, but I was at that 40,000 mark for literally like two years. And Instagram Reels has just absolutely... um, boosted my following and my content and I feel like I'm really hitting the clip like I feel like I'm really making content that I'm like okay this is what I'm supposed to be doing this is working this is going well TikTok's blowing up as well TikTok for anyone who like wants to get into this I I wouldn't even go on YouTube I wouldn't even start a YouTube channel I think YouTube's done and dusted it's too oversaturated and you're not going to get anywhere yeah, I think TikTok's where you need to be if you want a following. You got to give some people some value, though. You got to give them some reason to follow you. So for me, people follow me because they want to laugh. You know, what are you bringing to their life? How are you enriching their life? Are you becoming a content creator because you want to help them build a small business? Well, give them your best small business tips. Are you a drag queen and you want to, you know, get build a following so that you're more, um, you're going to be more. What's the word? like more likely to go on drag race because you've got a following behind you. If you're a drag queen that wants to start, make sure everything is high quality. Make sure it's like, just pretend that every video you make, the drag race producers are watching, you know, like you need to do high quality videos that are going to, I don't know if enrich people's lives is the correct way to say it, but I mean, there are a million, there are a million drag queens on TikTok. What are you bringing that's different? Because yeah. no one's following you unless you do something that's fun, keep up with the trends, do some trendy stuff, all the rest of that. Um, but yeah, you just need to kind of give people something because a lot of people start, they, they want to do this and they just do nothing. Yeah. They don't give they don't give anything. They do the trends and whatnot, but they're not putting their own spin on it or they're not giving any kind of value to people. And then they go, Why aren't my followers growing? Well, because you're boring. Like, sorry, but at the end of the day, <laughs> but at the end of the day, yeah. like that's the reason why. No yeah. one actually cares about you unless you're benefiting them. Yeah. So um that's one thing. And I just think as well, people need to keep in mind that um you can do everything right and it can still go wrong. So that's one really big thing. Social media is all about trial and error. And I think that I could give someone the correct formula on how to grow based on my experience or based on a a data from 100,000 essays. And there are people who make videos and things like, uh, I see them on TikTok and Reels, like how to grow as a creator, do this, do that, do this, do that. And I think to myself, if I did all that, I'd lose followers. Yeah. So it doesn't work for everyone. There's no get rich quick scheme when it comes to this. You just need to kind of find the clip and really hit it. You yeah. know what I mean? And so, Which you've really done. Yeah, your videos are so funny. I mean, I've been yeah. following you for years and years Thank and you. years. Um, who are three people that are the most influential to you? Do you have three people? It doesn't have to be three. It could be 10. It could be one. It could be none. Uh, well, I would say my my I have a lot to thank Brittany Lee Saunders for because Brittany, obviously, you know, Brit, she's from Newcastle. For anyone who doesn't know, Brittany was on YouTube years and years ago. And Brit and I actually became friends because 
I worked at Westfield Katara as a Santa photographer and Brittany worked at Westfield Katara in a makeup store. And I remember going in to buy my sister some makeup for Christmas or I wanted to. I didn't end up because we chatted for so long and then my break ended and I had to go back to being a Santa photographer. But I saw Brittany and I had obviously recognized her from her YouTube videos. And I just kind of, we just had a conversation and we really hit it off and we realized like, oh, we could actually like, be friends because you're pretty cool we're both pretty cool let's be friends and we became friends and we weren't close friends for a while and then I had always wanted to do a YouTube channel and she actually was the one to say just make one I was very hesitant I was really hesitant I was like I don't I didn't want to fail basically I didn't want to fail and I was like I don't know like it's it's a a, a, am I going to be embarrassed are people going to make fun of me like don't really know and she said just do it like who cares like just do it and I was like okay so I guess she was my like biggest influence when it came to actually starting this career she was the one that told me to do it um and then I guess like my only other real influential person in my life is Lady Gaga I mean obviously Um, (laughs) she is my entire life but yeah I think that they're uh, but I take inspiration from literally everybody I mean what do we mean in terms of um like who have been the most influential to you in my career Brittany in my life Lady Gaga in my content everyday people I am influenced by everyone I I come across whether it's at the Coles checkout whether it's at driving in traffic and I see the way somebody acts somebody walking across the road I'm influenced by literally everybody everybody and everything that everybody does I'm always bloody watching love (laughs) you're the new big brother (laughs) (laughs) um also you should totally go on big brother I could see you on that show well that was one of the things that people used to say to me when I was in high school and stuff people said two things you need to go on big brother or you need to start a youtube channel and big brother was cancelled and that's why I started a youtube channel yeah. With the, with the help from Brittany. Yeah. I wouldn't go on these days though, would you? Because it's too Survivor. Oh, it's. <laughs> I'd be that person that's like, I'm out. I'm just yeah, going to yeah, go no, sit over I, there. <laughs> I couldn't do it. I mean, yeah, I think that like the original format, absolutely amazing. And if they bought the original format back, that would be incredible. But I mean, I couldn't do any of, and I mean any, I couldn't do any of them. Any of the challenges that they do, I couldn't win any of them, is what I should say. Um, because I didn't watch this year's season, but I watched last year's season and I was just like, this is ridiculous. Like this is Australian Ninja Warrior mm. In and house. I'm not here for it. Well, it was worse this year. Yeah, right. Like, I'll probably watch Big Brother VIP and I'm very interested to see if they're going to make Caitlyn Jenner do any of the challenges. Well, it looks like it's a hotel. Yeah, I don't understand. Um, I don't know what they're doing. They're trying to revive all these things and do all these fun new things. And I'm like, we, Australia just wants the original Big Brother. I don't think anybody wants or loves this version any more than the original version. I think everybody's like, give us the original version. Yeah, with Yes, with Uncut and Friday Night Games. Yeah. Like that, and those games weren't even like hard to do. Those were the games that were really fun. Like they were really fun to watch. Mm. I want that back. I would totally go on it if it was the original. Um, a couple more before we get into like some really fun questions. Um, if you could step into my shoes right now, what would have you asked yourself that I haven't? Oh, God, that's a hard one. If I was in your shoes and asked me... 
a question. Yeah. Do you have one? Um, not really. Like, I don't really know what I what I would talk about. You probably you could probably ask what's what's next for oh, me. Yeah. What's next? What's, what's next? Like, but I don't have anything because we're in lockdown. <laughs> We've got nothing, we got nothing on the table, love. What's but, it? Like I could do a book deal, love, but I don't have that opportunity left. But I'd 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 love to do a book deal. Um I'd love to tour like eventually and do live shows yeah. all around the country. Um uh, yeah, I'd love to get back to pre-COVID life and kind of um yeah, I just wanna I just want to do all those really fun things that we haven't been had the opportunity to do. Yeah. Um, a, this book deal, is it going to be like, what kind of book deal do you want? Like a kid's book? I could see you doing a kid's book. Like oh, a really no, fun... fuck a kid's book, love. I'm, I'm doing a memoir. <laughs> of course, <laughs> of course. I'm doing a book all about me. I'm not doing a kid's book, love. I love, I'm, doing, I love... I'm doing the life of, all right, hey, you know what? I already have the... Um, I already have the title planned out and everything, which I'm not going to tell anyone. <laughs> no, I might tell I might tell you after this after the podcast is done. Yeah. But um, like I've already got the uh, the book title ready. You know, I want to do my own podcast as well and get that off the ground. And all of those things are really hard right now. So if that's the question I'd ask me is what's next? Yeah. And the answer is nothing at the moment. <laughs> but ask hopefully me. something soon in 2023. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Um, where can people connect with you? Like I am all right, hey, everywhere. Um, and that's all you'll find me under. All right, hey. As oh. in like that's all right, hey. Yeah. That's all right, hey. Amazing. All right. Let's get into the fun questions. I'm gonna just gonna do the transition and we'll be back. All right. The fun questions. These are like, I everyone gets these questions. Every podcast, they're the same. I just love to see everyone's different answers. So, are you ready? Um, did you read these at all? No, I left these because I thought that they would be... Um, like quick. Like, I thought that that's what you'd want. It's yeah. just like quick little answers. So, yeah. I only read the first one. Amazing. Um, so, is cereal soup? Why or why not? Um, I'd say no. Yeah. Because... Is that what you think too? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's no. No. I don't know why or why not, but I'm just saying no. Sorry, I don't have to give a reason. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's one thing I've learned with social media is you don't have to give a reason. Yeah. Um, how many chickens would it take to kill an elephant? Just one, but it'd have to be a real lethal one. Yeah. I feel like they're all any kind A of real bird. determined one. Like, <laughs> a, you know, just one. One could do it, but it'd have to be real determined. But have you seen how, like, you feed, like, when you're feeding chooks, they all just run. Like, if you just did that on top of an elephant, I feel like the elephant would die. Um, <laughs> see, I've thought about these a lot. <laughs> if animals could talk, which would be the rudest? Um, thinking, for some reason, tiger pops into my head, but also llama. Because llamas spit on you. Yeah. So I'm thinking they'd be the rudest. Like, they'd be like, fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've never thought of that. He's like, that's a good one. Um, what's invisible that you wish people could see? Um, is dead people too much? <laughs> like ghosts? Yeah. I wish I could see, I wish I could see ghosts. Are you like, you know? hey. How you going? Yeah. I mean, people are like, you know, spirits and stuff are invisible, but. 
you know, there are people in that I've lost in my life who are now, I believe, are spirits and are with me at certain times. And sometimes I wish I could see them. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, what's the weirdest smell you've ever smelled? Uh, a meal I had in New Orleans. I won't tell the tell anyone the meal because it'll actually offend people because it's like they're one of their traditional meals in New Orleans. And um, the chatter. They go wild for it. I said I'm not. I'm not going <laughs> to say what it is. But I don't think it. Well, I don't think it. It would be classified as a chowder. Um, and yeah, they served it to us over there, and I was like, oh, okay. I think. I think I know the one you're talking about. Yeah. Um, is hot dog a sandwich? No, because it's in a bun. Yeah. Um, what's the most ridiculous fact you know? The most ridiculous fact I know. Oh, uh, okay. You've stumped me with this one. I wouldn't even know. What have I got here? I'm trying to look for facts on the on the uh, <laughs> P. Oh, I've got some PR packages here, and I'm just looking at the products and thinking, what's a good fact? <laughs> like, tell me a fact. Someone, something. Tell me a fact. You don't need no, to. I, I don't know. I don't have. I don't have a crazy weird fact that I don't think other people wouldn't know, I guess. Yeah, I don't either, so don't worry. Um, how do you feel about putting pineapple on pizza? No. Mm. No. Um, toilet paper, over or under? Over. Yep. I feel like people <laughs> that go under are fucking creepy. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, the best type of cheese? Uh, Tasty. Oh, yeah, just... Good old tasty. Just, just tasty or like cheddar, like just plain. Yep. Um, this one's a good one for you. In one sentence, how would you sum up the internet? <laughs> um, <laughs> so much more than anyone thought it would be. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, what used to be considered trashy and is now classy? What used to be considered trashy and is now classy? Maybe drag queens. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah, maybe drag queens. Yeah, um, that's good. Um, if peanut butter wasn't called peanut butter, what would it be called? Uh, um, <laughs> n- uh, nut mayonnaise. <laughs> nut mayonnaise. That's good too. Um, what movie would be greatly improved if it was made into a musical? Titanic. This it is... probably has been made into a musical. I'm not sure. This is the second time it's been said. This really? Yeah. yeah, I think Titanic would be good as a musical. Yeah. Imagine everyone just like when the ship's going down, how dramatic that scene would be in a musical. Yeah. And, you know, you could have like a, the, you know how like in every musical there's like a, a headline star. Like, I remember um, in Wicked, Bert Newton was the Wizard of Oz. Yeah. Like I'm thinking the iceberg could be Bert, Bert Newton playing the iceberg in today's production of Titanic live on stage. Oh, uh, that- Wow, yeah, okay. I love that. <laughs> Last meal on death row. A chicken burger. Oh, I go crazy for a southern fried chicken burger, love. Oh, yum. I saw one on Instagram before and I was like, do I order it for lunch or not? I didn't, yes. I didn't order question, it though. The answer is yes. Yes, absolutely. It, it had brie and um, cranberry on it. It looked really Oh, nice. yum. Yeah. Wow, I used to get one of those. Where did I used to get one of those from? Oh. <gasps> Oh, Hog's Breath Cafe. Hog's Breath Cafe has brie and cranberry or something similar um, oh. on a chicken burger. And, oh, my God, it's so good. I regret not ordering it now. I'm going to see if it's still available after this. <laughs> um, 
If you had been shipwrecked on a deserted island, but all your human needs, such as food and water, were taken care of, what two items would you want to have with you? Uh, my phone, obviously, so I could call for help, hopefully. <laughs> Although it's a deserted island, so is there service? Not sure. Um, what else? Maybe a flare? <laughs> like, I'm trying to get off the island, right? <laughs> like, I mean, I'm not going to settle in. in. <laughs> I'm not going to settle in and say, oh, I'd love a mattress and a pillow. Like, I'm going to say, give me a flare or a lifeboat or something so I can oh, get the hell out of there. A lifeboat's actually a good one. Hey, I haven't thought about that. I was like, what can I set up camp with? <laughs> You're like, get me off. <laughs> no, yeah, no. Why would you want to stay there? you gotta get, You got to focus on getting out of there. A yeah. jetpack? That'd be good. That's... Maybe a plane. Just give me a plane. I'll fly myself home, love. <laughs> you teach yourself how to fly a plane. Let's do it. <laughs> um, and my lucky last one for you, if you compared yourself to an animal, what would it be? Dolphin. A dolphin? Absolutely. Because I'm cute as fuck, um, but I'm loud as well. Yeah. And if, and if you whistle at me, I will respond. Yeah, Okay. I love that. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's all of them done. Thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. It's been great. That's all right, Joel. Thanks so much for having me. It's been a nice little change in lockdown to talk to someone. Yeah, so good. No, other people than not your friends, right? Yeah, absolutely. I, I know that you've been doing lots of catch-ups and like different trivia nights and stuff like that. They look fun. Yeah, it has been fun. It's a nice way to kind of stay connected. But bloody hell, I just miss hugging my friends and I miss being able to go out and support local drag and, you know, all that sort of stuff. And I just, I'm getting over it, Del. Yeah, I'm sure you're missing the Universal. Oh, yeah, absolutely, Del. Get me back to Universal <laughs> straight away, love. Del, I'm, I'm so desperate I'll even go to Palms. <laughs> Get me on Oxford Street now, please. Oh, amazing, amazing, amazing. All right, well, thank you. I'll chat to you soon. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to another Timber Production podcast. This has been Yas Queen, hosted by me, Timberlina. And we'll be back next week or whenever we can be bothered to record another episode. But make sure you subscribe, like, and leave reviews wherever you listen to your podcasts. And we'll see you soon. Thank you for listening. Bye.